Hi, everyone. Hey. Welcome to a very special episode of Teenage Dirtbags. A Tuesday night episode. A Tuesday night episode. Yeah, I like <laughs> that you added that in because we're a little bit late today, but that's okay. Today we are releasing our episode of our interview with Andrew Walker, which we um, we met with him when we were in LA in September. And we got to, I mean, I think we comment this, I could be wrong, in the interview. We got to go to his house. He welcomed us into his house. It was really kind. So thank you to him for doing that. So we'll get right into the episode, I guess. But uh, his movie that we talk about, called Mary and Bright. With uh, your favorite person ever, Jody Sweeten from Full House. Yeah, my favorite person other than Andrew Walker. Of course, of course. Uh, It's uh, premiering this Saturday, November 2nd at 8 p.m., um, and 7 p.m. Central. So please check it out. It's airing on the Hallmark Channel. I never know what 8 p.m. 7 Central thing means. I never get it. So just look it up. It's called Mary and Bright. It's on the Hallmark Channel. So wherever you are, yeah. look it up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. So uh, here's our interview with Andrew Walker. Enjoy. <laughs> Sorry, excuse my gum. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but professionalism here with us. Yep. Okay. All right. So. Bubble blowing contest here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That'll sound good for all the people that are. uh, What's the word? Oh, misophonia. Oh. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. Misophonia. Yeah. Sounds like a phony person. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Misophony. Misophony. It's true. Okay, right. so let's start why it. Don't you start? We're recording. Okay. Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the next episode, or maybe this is a mid episode. We'll just have to see how this works out um, of Teenage Dirtbags. Welcome. So, we are a podcast that rates and reviews teen movies, and sometimes we get the privilege of talking to somebody about their teenage years. But before we get to that, I'm Maddie. I'm Carly. And today we are in LA, we're in the gorgeous Los Angeles. And we are in a new environment right now. We are in a gorgeous, um, exposed, wood-beamed yeah. house of our guest. Are Do- we considered to be in the hills right now? Studio City Hills. Okay. 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 Yeah. We don't know where we are. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. The hills. The hills are very vague. I guess. You know. There's the Beverly Hills, the Hollywood Hills. There's. Right. There's I know. I get confused. There's widespread. so many. Oh, we're so, so lost. Hills. There's yeah. a lot of hills. There's the hills. Palisades, Malibu Hills. Right. Yeah, goes on That's and on. It's confusing here. to me. And we are sitting across from a fantastic Canadian actor. What are you Uh-oh. gonna say? Are you not Canadian? I am. I know I'm Canadian. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. <laughs> We're like, well, we need to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> this is not but worth this it. Is terrible. Um, Andrew Walker. We're going to say Walker. his name. Andrew, Andrew Walker. Walker. Let's talk about what, I mean, I'm a bit of a, a fangirl at the moment. For one thing in particular, many things, but one thing in particular, and that's radioactive. Are you Canadian? Yes. Ah, yes. yes. And I love, I'm not saying loved, continue to love radioactive. You and know? what was the other one? Student um, bodies. Student bodies. They were two very important jobs for me too. They kind of solidified my um, venture into acting. Sure. I mean, that was especially how, radioactive. How old were you when 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 you were in those? Because those were the 
not 90s, were they? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, really? Stu- student bodies. Student bodies would have been, yeah. Um, I booked student bodies in about ni- 1995. Okay. So I would have been about 15 years old. Yeah. Oh and how God. did that come about? Um, that came about... So I had been acting for three years off and on. And it was actually, to rewind really quickly, Cliff Notes... I was doing a lunchtime drama program in my elementary school and my father, um, my mom and dad got a call from my teacher at the time. She said, hey, I'm starting an agency. Oh, could, oh your teacher. Could I put, um, yeah, my, just like lunchtime. She wasn't, she wasn't a regular teacher at the school. She was just, she was jumping around from school to school doing these drama programs. Okay. And so it was great for her because she saw, she was able to notice some talent and um, she would reach out to these kids' parents and then say, hey, I'm starting an agency. Want to get your kids out there? And my father was kind enough to take me out of school every once in a while. And he was a principal. So he had to take time off his school as well. And he'd drive me downtown. I don't know what he was thinking at that time because it was funny because his brother's an actor. And my uncle's, you know, grown up watching my uncle do many things, but primarily acting in his mid-40s. And he's been in music and whatnot. But um, it hadn't been that easy of a ride for him. And so my dad was... You know, I don't know how he wasn't hesitant, but he was just, he was supportive and he was just kind of getting me out, going to auditions and he uh, ended up booking, my first job was a show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes! Ah! <laughs> Look, you've got the right crowd here. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, yeah. yeah. YTV yeah, was what we lived on. No kidding. And I, like, it was the greatest experience. I just had, like, I could not believe that I was on set. Yeah. It was just all, like. And how old were you when that happened? That was, I was 13, 13, wow. Like, that's a big, when I was 13, I didn't know, I mean, whether or not you knew that's what you wanted to do, I don't know. But when I was 13, I couldn't put together the organization or like even just the, the discipline that's a big thing it's at 13 yeah you don't know i didn't know how to study lines really and it was all improv that mm-hmm. i was doing before there was no formal training it was People's... just having fun you know so you let's just let's rewind really really quickly before we get too much into the acting part you grew up in montreal montreal yes okay. so because we actually talked to ross hull you um, did we did yeah. we had Great. ross hull a couple episodes a, a while ago yep and he had a similar experience because he grew up in Montreal. And a lot of these shows, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of the Canadian shows that I'm familiar with when I was a teenager, Ready or Not, oh, maybe not Ready or Not, but Radioactive, Fries with That. All-starred um, Ross Hall. All-starred <laughs> Ross Hall. And, but we're in Montreal. A lot of the, a, a huge amount of Canadian TV of that time was filmed in Montreal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Montreal was booming. Yeah. It was, it was, a, you know, it was great until... The referendum hit, and I think that kind of messed things up a little bit temporarily, where a lot of companies picked up and moved to Toronto right. or yeah. out west. Um, Ross, it's a, it's a, it's amazing. Ross was like the Tom Cruise of Canada for, oh, for he still oh, is. He still is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he tells us the weather. He tells us the weather. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah no on global. He's a good and he put he put people on tape. That's how I originally met Ross. I went okay. to his house. He put me on tape for something, and um, just a really supportive guy, you know, in Super the fun. in the industry. And and um, all all the kids looked up to him. Yeah, he was he was booking everything. He was on TV all the time. He spoke very highly of you. Oh, when we had him on, yeah, so nice. And yeah. he was so he was in Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. Were you guys on that same? You wouldn't have known him yet. Uh, no, well, he was part of the Campfire Kids. Okay. And I was on one of the episodes I where see. they would 
flashback I or got the, it. the story, the the, camp, the campfire story. Right. Okay. And so let's talk a bit about. Well, wait. First of all, you mentioned Tom Cruise. This is a segue. Okay. Yeah. Have you been told that you look like Tom Cruise many a times? Uh, many a times. Okay. I, I, I've been told that I act more like Tom Cruise than look like him. Your voice is similar too. Yes, my vo- my voice. I get that actually. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna we, jump on a chair and start like? I am acting yeah. erratically. Yeah. Don't. I was gonna do that in a bit. <laughs> Just start yelling Lead, about how leading much. up to that. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> and enough. Justin Hartley, you Justin get that too. Hartley, yeah. I also get the guy from Game of Thrones. Oh, Nikolai, 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 um, something, something, yeah. and Adam Levine. I guess. Oh, that's interesting. It's okay. the eyes. It's the it's the eyes piercing. Mm. Those are all not bad to be hey, compared no, no, to. I to- I, hey, I I am very flattered that they would even be anywhere close <laughs> to those, yeah. the category of those those gentlemen. Yeah, totally. Um, that was a great segue. You mentioned Tom Cruise for one second. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, that's when I first met you. I should mention I've met you before mm-hmm. on the set of Snowden Christmas, which was a Lifetime Christmas movie. Yeah. And that was my first real movie that I wrote. And like Gary Yates, the director, really took me under his wing and like made me a part of the process. And whenever a line was changed, he would ask me. And I was like, whoa, people are like actually treating me like. I've never been like treated like I'm important. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I was really nervous being on set. I just was like, I don't belong here. And uh, I remember walking by. I don't and- think that ever goes away. Okay. I think Meryl Streep even comes on set and is like, I, I, don't, I don't know if right. I belong here. Yeah, that's probably true. Her- but the point of my story is that I was walking by and, you know, just feeling a little out of place. Um, and you actually made a point of being like, you introduced yourself to me. You asked me about, you know, how I got into writing. And you were asking me about my life and what school I went to. And I, like, always will remember that because I was, like, he just was so nice. Oh. And he really made me feel, like, comfortable and, like, yeah. I'm happy about that. I okay, s- good, I good. sing your praises. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> Hire <laughs> me again. I want to. I want to. But I don't have any say in no, basically anything. Um, anyway, so let's go back to high school and uh, talk a bit about your teen life because mm-hmm. that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, so where did you go to school? I went to Beaconsfield High School okay. in the West Island of Montreal. And do you speak French? I've held on to my French a bit. I've married a French girl. <gasps> oh, so good for you. That helped. Good and for you. And so holidays are when we're back in Montreal. They're that scared the living <laughs> daylight out of me. The wind. It's not angry people. It's fine. <laughs> uh, just my four-year-old's out of here right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I married a French girl and she's kept it alive. You know, I've basically, you know, when you grew up in Montreal, you have to speak French whether you pump gas or, or work at a, you know, as sure. a waiter or whatever. You just, it's always around you. Uh, I was definitely, a, I, there was pushback on my end because I, I didn't really want to learn French and it was a little bit of a little bit of an annoyance to me that I had to get letters in the mail that were French and you know pay taxes and not know what the body of the letter would say and yeah. um but I've learned to really appreciate it now and how much they've held on to the French in in Montreal totally and yeah it's part of the, it's part of the culture and it's amazing I mean those the French people in general they're such a you know colorful crowd oh yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a unique experience going yeah. there and knowing I went to New Orleans and I thought I was going to go to New Orleans and and really be submerged in this like culture thing of like the New Orleans uh, language and the food and all that. But it's like a watered down version of of it. 
you know, it's yeah. Ameri- you're in America, right? Right. And you feel it, right? You know, where you go to Montreal and you're like, wow, where am I right now? Yeah. The yeah. Architecture and the. It's a. It's the a, it's sp- the closest thing, in my opinion, in Canada to Europe. Yeah. Like, right. Absolutely. If you go to Quebec, Montreal specifically, but there's other places in Quebec as well that are. You go and you're like, okay, if, if you want to live in Europe but you can't and you have to stay in Canada, this is the closest you're going to get. And yeah. it's not bad. Not it's bad. pretty good. Not bad yeah. at all. Um, so you so you lived in Montreal and you were starting to act in yep. Montreal. Was it – like, I mean, I'm, I would have to assume it was weird kind of going to set and, and – but also being in school and acting and all that stuff. How did you – like, did you have a social life still? Did you have a – a uh, group of friends that were also into drama or like, did you, did you find it difficult? I had a really creative group of friends and I think it's helped them in business. Now I think, I think people in business should also be, you know, go to acting class. I think it really helps in general. I think it helps with communication and just sure. mm-hmm. reading a crowd, being adaptable, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, my friends were primarily Music was a big thing in my in my group. Like we were all listening to Soundgarden and Alice in Chains, nice. and a lot of '90s stuff, you know, Pearl Jam and all that. Yeah. And we all had cover bands, and I sang in a band when I was back when I was younger. What was it was called? Like it was called Earl's Kitchen. Oh, I like wow. it. I like it. <laughs> and um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so I was just I was submerged in this creative crowd and friends of mine were uh, also doing doing uh, also acting yeah um so yeah i was really i, I was around creative people yeah like, constantly when i was younger and i think that really helped just um with my confidence and just being stupid you know and, on camera and off camera and just yeah and did you play sports as well i did yeah but i was um playing football and soccer rugby mainly football football actually is what um the end of my football, the possibilities of me going to college in the States oh. were the segue into my acting, cool. um, into my career, basically. It just, I came back from a an acting gig and uh, from the guy, the lead guy from Boy Meets World, he was on Oh it. my God, oh, like, ben, Savage. ben Savage. Savage, yeah. Ben Savage. And I came back off, uh, off this gig and I, I was going to my last two-a-day football camp my spring camp yeah and my coach yelled at me he's like get get on the field walker and he's like we'll talk about this after you know you're gonna go to my office and um i was the starting running back in my second year for this it's a junior college equivalent it's called cjep in in montreal okay in the province of quebec it's the only province that has it and it's grade 12 and 13 14 uh depending on what your what your uh classes are um, but you're, um, but he, he was really ticked off, hated that I balanced my acting with my football and, um, my, f- the first play in spring training, I, uh, I tore my ACL and then that was the end of my football. I, and I had a full scholarship at Boston college that I was going to the following year no. and I'd committed to Boston college. I just came back a week before my, and, um, and so I was really depressed, didn't know really what I was going to do next. Oh my gosh. And that, uh, and I I had booked a radioactive a month or so before that. Right. And um and then there was just a couple of gigs that kept on kept me going and then uh and then it was radioactive that took me until my I decided to go to Los Angeles. So I finished radioactive at twenty years old. Yeah. Shot it from eighteen to twenty years old. And um and then decided with a friend of mine that I was working with, Ryan Wilner, who was on the show Radioactive with me. Yeah. Um 
we just decided to jump in a car and leave and go to Los Angeles after we had done shooting. It's a very high school musical story, quite honestly. Deciding between sports oh, and, yeah, yeah. and, well, and not acting. musicals, but acting and then something devastating, which is not a good part of the story, but something devastating happens and it lets you choose this one. And Yeah, not this. I mean, I look, I look back at it now and it wasn't devastating at, at all. Because but at the time it was. At the time it was. Yeah, it sure. Was, yeah, That's a big sure. thing. It was a, it was a really big thing. I, I didn't know my idea. I was like, who am, what am I right. doing? Who am I? I just thought I was going to go to college, get a degree, play football, get my education paid for, and then come back to Montreal. Right. And, and do whatever it was that I was got my degree in. You know? Right. I mean, as every yeah. late teen person, yeah. well, back then, I think right. now kids know that they want to travel. And yeah. They want, you it's know, their life different. is a little more, yeah, it's a little more exciting. And Yeah. That's a good lesson to learn, though, that young of not putting your identity into one thing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you're young, you're like, I'm the football player or I'm like the artist. And it's right. like, it's, I let go of being a football player like a year ago. Really? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm 39 years old. And I'm still like, I identified myself as a football player. Interesting. Up until, and it's so funny. Cause that must've been about five years of my life. Wow. F- 15 to 20 years old. And yeah. those years were my identity. Wow. Through, I carried that with me for so long. And, but that's a like, pivotal time in your life to find your identity so that would be something that stays with you yeah i would i would guess oh yeah i think and it's i I think those those years for any adolescent you know Mm -hmm. there's is those are the some of the most important totally years you know yeah so you were a football player you were in a band you acted yeah you're handsome Life must have been Carly. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like, like literally trying to shoo off every female and probably male like there <laughs> is? Well, back, back then it was a little, little more hush hush, you know. But yeah, and I was on radio. True, and you were on TV. Got me all the girls. Gosh, all I'm surprised you're girls. not like no. you don't have the biggest ego of all time because that's that's a lot of talent in one person. I just, you know, I just kept busy. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't even know really what was going on around me half the time. And <laughs> the guy back then was, I don't, was, I don't want to say he wasn't a great guy, but he, he, like, he was, he's, you know, I'm, I'm just, just doing, I'm a teenager who's yeah. just busy into things and yeah. just, you know, I think sports definitely kept my head on straight. I mm-hmm. was, okay. I wasn't on a Friday night. I wasn't, you know, getting high with guys, right. you know, with a bunch of people from my high school. I was playing video games and getting ready for my football game the next day yeah. on Saturday. So I think sports really kept me on the straight and narrow. And music, too, because I was, I just have too too much of an ego to, like, go up on stage and, and like, completely crap the bed, you know what right. I mean? Singing. Yeah. So I really worked hard on my singing, my vocals. I just yeah. wanted to, like, really, really, and I was, like, watching a lot of vocalists and was buying a lot of vocal training cassettes back then cassettes yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) cds and so um yeah i just i i I didn't want to look like a fool right i think any high level of sport is amazing training my wife was a ex-ballerina and she was she went to um the there was there's three three not programs, but um, but there's three schools in Canada. One of them in Montreal called Les Grands Ballets Canadiens. The other one in Toronto. Calgary has a great has a great one as well. Okay. And so she went to Grand Ballet Canadien, and then um, 
Um, so her work ethic is insane. Wow. But ballet all, and then she graduated when she was 16 and then didn't want to touch dance ever again. But she's like, she's care. And also I think from her parents, her parents are incredible people yeah. that have instilled a lot of discipline in, in the girls. And my father did the same thing with me and mm-hmm. um, my mother as well. And so, yeah. just, you know, I think... We um we just spoke with Amanda Shaw and uh, about the movie Center Stage. I don't know if you remember that movie, but yeah, of it's course, a, yeah. ballet, a ballet movie. And we both were talking about how much it's just like male or female like, ballerinas are just like insane so <laughs> in a good way. Like something so attractive about them because you just know how hard they work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dance in general was yeah totally was like one of the most underrated, un- undervalued oh, man. artists. You know yeah. they've. Um, but since, so you think he could dance is out and, yeah, yeah. you know, um, dancing with the stars. I think there's a whole new appreciation for sure. the talent out there and what they do, what they put their bodies through. For sure. And you know, it's, yeah, the talent runs so deep when you think of, Oh, I know it's wild. The world and yeah. how many dancers there are out there and yeah. talented people. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyways, we segue. We segue. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Let's go back to Tom Cruise. <laughs> no. Um, so you enjoyed high school then, it seems like. I loved high school. Yeah. We had an amazing drama, just to bring it back to acting here. Yeah. We had an incredible drama teacher. His name was Mr. Whitman. And I my first high school play was Midsummer Night's Dream. Nice. I played Aegeus. We did four months, I think it was, oh of, of rehearsals. Wow. Intense yeah. rehearsals. And... Um, he was this really flamboyant gay guy with like, he had the scarf on and he would yell at us and he was so passionate, but he brought out the most incredible performances. And that was actually the first time that I actually was like put through the, the like any kind of formal training in acting and then saw the result at the end or yeah. like felt the payoff. The pay, Yeah. just yeah. had the, the payoff was just not thinking about lines being so connected to the other actors on stage and i'd never felt that before it was mm. just you know you learn your lines for a couple of weeks and then right. before your your job and you shoot it you're done with it whatever but this was you know this was um this kind of was the aha moment for me with acting and so um, I actually don't really know what happened with with uh, John. His name is John Whitman, but oh, he, that's a good name. He, that's a good name. <laughs> Very yeah. good name. Yeah, he went off. I know he went out to the West Coast, Canada, and yeah. did something. But yeah, he was like the drama teacher for our whole school board out of like the 220 schools in the in the English wow. school board. And um, I got the privilege to to be in one of his plays, and it was that was also a, a real turning point for me. That's so cool. Thing. That's very cool. Um, <laughs> Not to bring it back to radioactive every five seconds, <laughs> but I have a question that is relevant. Yes. Um, so remind me, was your character Morgan? Was that it? Bla- uh, Blair. Blair. Blair okay. Yes. Okay. So I, as much as I say I loved it so much, and I do, I don't remember details because they all merged together. A lot of like fries yeah. with that because it's a lot of the same cast lot, members. Yes, it was. But yeah. you weren't in fries with that, right? No. Okay. Was your guy, so Blair, was he a bit of an asshole? He was kind of a player a little bit, was he not? Because yeah. he was the good-looking blonde guy. Everyone yeah, he's was the jock. He's he was the, the jock. Good. He was he was kind of the insecure jock. So that again, this is going with the formidable years and kind of shaping. I know it's acting. I know it's a separate thing, but as a teenager acting that way, you would think that kind of influences your your real life a little bit. Like, did you find you were able to? 
Um, differentiate it was, that? It was more of a an, an outlet, I guess. Okay. It was just, um, you know, I find a lot of acting roles can be almost like an exorcism of a mm-hmm. side of you, you sure. know? And so for me, what I loved about playing Blair was, well, first off, the cast was so much fun and we just had, it was just... And were you guys all kind of the same age and everything? Uh, yeah, yeah, we were. So did you guys hang out like outside of? We didn't know. We didn't hang out outside of work. We um Ryan Wilner and I and, and I sure. did. Um, John Carlo a, a bit here and there, but it was mainly Ryan. Ryan and I, yeah, a tiny bit. But I was still I was still kind of playing football and doing sports. So I would just you know I'd leave, um, I'd leave work and and go to practice or go to a soccer game that night or whatever because we shot during the day. Um, and it was a, it was a really fun schedule because I had never done that half hour comedy. They were kind of doing the same thing as what a half hour comedy schedule is like here where you shoot Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're on, you're on the sound stage. You're just going through the motions and like going, you know, the director's giving you the, your, your marks and whatnot. And, um, and then on Thursday we'd have live, live studio audience. So we'd have kids come through from different schools and that was just, that was so much fun because I'd never done that before. Um, and you just get the energy from the crowd and, but yeah, Blair was an, insecure jock that um you know kind of thought that he could get it, all the girls but right it, it's just the typical the typical kind of you know is the very yeah. typical but i a very over the top kind of emotional person he was a very right. emotional guy right. sensitive and emotional yeah at the time did you have any actors that you were looking up to that you were like that's the kind of thing i would love to be doing i at that time, uh, the Machinist I think had just come out too. Oh, interesting. So I saw like Christian Bale. I, I didn't. I never knew who he was, and right. then that movie just blew me away. Yeah. Um, there was not a no. There wasn't too many too many actors. You know, I just. You know, interesting thing is I speak to my my English buddies, my British friends who go through all the formal training, and they have a wide variety of people that they had looked up to and plays that they had, you know, that, that had, were kind of changing turning points for them as an yeah. actor and whatnot. For a lot of Canadian actors, it was just, we got the, we were just able to work, which was amazing. We were doing, we were just working on TV shows and I wasn't even, I wasn't a movie buff. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't spending too much time like, you know, learning, a, a, going deeper into my craft. It yeah. was more just, I was going to set and, learning from just on set, you know, camera stuff. And, and I was, I was the direct different directors I'd work with would bring certain things out of me and I'd go, wow, that's interesting that I can actually think like that. And then, yeah, you know, make people like believe, believe, believe yeah. right. this, this, this is who I am, you know? Yeah. And so, um, no, I was, I was more just, it was on set learning yeah. and just, that's so how I fell in love with it. Just be, just doing it, yeah. you know, as opposed to watching other people. And that's interesting. So you, that yeah. you're just kind of, Pretty natural. Well, no. Then I got to LA and I start, really started to look like <laughs> follow actors and their methods and and all that. So, stuff, how yeah. when did you move here to LA? Was when I was twenty one. Twenty one. I will. Tw- yeah, the year just a few after, months after I turned. Tw- and you've been 21. so well because yeah, I know you said the, the state. So you, LA, you've been here since then. Yep. Wow. All right. Yep, I've been here, and that's a big change from Montreal. It's a big, big change. Yeah, but Montreal is kind of one of those cities. It's it gets you right. It could be you could be you could go anywhere after you live in Montreal. Yeah, it's 
very sure. European, but also has, you know, yeah. North diversity. American, yeah, diversity. And and what would you say was the last movie you watched where you were pretty inspired by by the acting? I'm curious. You know, I, I recently watched, and I hadn't seen it before, I recently watched Moonlight. Okay. Um, and I thought the acting was amazing in that. Uh, there's an actor at the very end of the movie and I'm blanking on his name. He was, it's the final scene of the film. And I was just, I was just kind of one of those moments where I'm like, this is really mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I feel, you feel like you're a fly on the wall. You know, I think that that's the best performances. You just feel like you're interrupting, you know, this is like you're, you have a camera in somebody's life. Yeah, totally. It's like voyeuristic. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 So that was that was great, and I I recently watched. Um, we've we just watched the two seasons of Big Little Lies. Oh yeah, great acting. Yeah, great acting. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one yet. I haven't either, but the first season's acting is unreal. Scar's guys, awesome. She's Bringing it back to Meryl Streep too, because she's in the second one. That's true. No, she's so good. I is know. she? Oh yeah, she's in the second. So amazing. Yeah, it's effortless. Yeah, it's. Yeah, you know, and you you feel like you've seen the character before, possibly, but it's so di- it it she's never played anybody like that. Yeah, I love her because yeah, it's just it, yeah, she, I love her. I love her too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's so great. That's you yeah. should play her son in a movie. Hey, <laughs> Meryl. Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Um, so what kind of things we we talked about it briefly before? What kind of things are you up to now? You've got your. Uh, a lot of Hallmark movies. Yep, I'm doing Hallmark movies for the next two years, which I just found this out. That's uh, awesome. A couple months ago, which it, it, I'm so stoked. Yeah, mm-hmm, they're yeah. An incredible network to work for. Yeah. And my son can watch all the movies that I'm in. Yeah. And um, my family can t- tell the rest of the family to watch <laughs> them. And yeah. um, and but I've you know I've, I'm so privileged to just have their support and just them believe in me and my work and uh, and so that's that's acting wise I'm, you know working for them but I'm also producing a few things oh, cool. and producing a, thing, a few things for Hallmark and also for a friend of mine this very talented writer named Amy Pita she's written a couple scripts and we're um, in talks with uh, Real One Entertainment to, Great. to work awesome. with them. And, so you're telling um, me I should be sending you my material. Yes, yes, you should, you should be, Carly. <laughs> you're like, oh, I regret <laughs> <No> saying <way>. this. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Um, and tell us about and, the juice. And the, ju- and the juice. Because you were talking is- about it before, and I wanted to catch it on the podcast, because I want, I want to hear a bit more about how this came about and everything. Well, my wife and I opened up a juice bar called Clover Juice six and a half years ago. We had a, a shop that we opened up. It was the retail shop that actually got our foot in the door in the industry. And we um, it was next door to our favorite hot yoga studio mm-hmm. called Moto Yoga. And, and they have about 100 studios across Canada and now about 20 in the States. And it was their flagship, their first shop in, um, in California. And uh, we just... We're making juice for our community, and then people would come in and say, "Hey, can I sell your juice at my specialty market or my coffee shop or, you know, at my office?" And so we started selling. We built out a wholesale program, and then our wholesale program six and a half years ago grew to where it is today. And we actually just we so we during that whole time, I'll give you cliff notes, kind of. But we had opened up three more locations about two years after we had opened up that location. Wow. Then we realized we're like we don't want to be in retail. Retail is not where it's at. Yeah. And so we started shutting the, the stores down. And um, during that time, we had 
a letter from Clover Dairy Farms in Northern California. And they said, look, guys, if you stay retail, you know, in retail, we're going to be fine with your name. But if you continue to build out your wholesale program, if you go into big box grocery stores, Gelson's, Bristol Farms, Lassen's, Ralph's, you know, yeah. so on and so forth, Whole Foods prim- primarily, um, we're going to have an issue with you. And my wife and I are at the time, we're like, well, we're not going to be in those grocery stores. <laughs> sure. And um, a year and a half later, we started getting into Gelson's and Lassen's and Bristol Farms. And so we ended up having to rebrand uh, from Clover Juice. Clover is our niece's name. She's actually living with us right now. Oh, She's awesome. walking around the house here. She's the one. <laughs> um, I love that Is name. she 18? She's 18. Is she? Okay, because yeah. I, I saw... I think that person was not your sister. Yeah, I yeah, walked by briefly. <laughs> I just I didn't realize it was someone's name. That's a great name. Great Clover. name, right? Clover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it was it was that, so it, it was, was her. It was her, and so West is our son's name. Another and great name. We obviously buy all of our produce from the West Coast. We're a local, like farm to bottle company, and um, and so we're like, well, let's you know, let's let's do something that's West Coast oriented, and then. Obviously, you can't trademark the name West because it's just too vague. Yeah. So we added the little in front of the West. Yeah. And um, and then that, that was a year ago. So 2018 yeah. was the year of the rebrand. And um, and then we just shut down our store two weeks ago. Our, oh, wow. Our flagship store. And now we've... We've, we have this inc- amazing opportunity. These, this yoga instructor and his wife are actually going to take it over. And he teaches at that yoga studio and he's mm-hmm. there all the time. So it's, um, yeah, we're really fortunate that it just kind of worked out that way. Wow. But we're, we're now, we're, about, we're in about 650 or so wholesale accounts up and down the California coast moving into Arizona. We have a few accounts in Arizona and Nevada. Wow. And just, um, yeah. And we just actually uh, start, we're starting working with, we're, I'm really excited about, uh, we're the juice company for La Colombe Coffee. Cool. Um, and That's uh, so cool. You know, ideally trying to build out the rest of the nation with them as well. So just, yeah, we're, this juice is pretty much it's my very California. It is very California. Very California. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think that's so cool. I love that you have your acting career, but you also have a company with your wife that you're clearly very passionate about. And it just seems like you've kind of built a pretty amazing life for yourself. It's pretty neat. Thanks, it's Cara. inspiring, Thank actually. You. Thanks, guys. A girl, our best friend, we, we call her Auntie Mummy. Her <laughs> name is Kelly. Yeah. But our she helped raise our son. Uh, when we were, we lived in the same building together for ten years, and she actually she's also an investor in our company. Oh, great! <clears throat> and um, she just said to me the other day because we've we've done some other investments together, and uh, she's like, you know, man, life is just gamble, gamble, die. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, kind of, if you put it like that, it's it's true. It's just like I want, I just want to do a bunch of things, yeah. you know, yeah. and then if things don't go as planned and they just don't go as planned but yeah you open up a store your... it doesn't work it you close it you navigate <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. You, you close it and obviously <laughs> there's you know we've we're a little we're there's m- more involved now because we have investors and yeah. we have to you know we have people that we have to answer to you know so ultimately the whole goal is though that you we just want longevity we want the business to be around regardless of and that's the whole thing you have to have thick skin and just have to make the decisions when they when you when you most need them to be made quickly um, to give your business longevity. And a lot of friends of mine that have beverage companies and and other brands that they've started, they're like, as long as you can just have lasting power, because all of a sudden that 
right when you're going to close. And we actually, at word a true testament to our lives and our company. Back in 2016, one of the many times that we thought we were going to close our doors, but it was actually like facts. We weren't going to be open for another month yeah. with our financial situation. And my wife and I said, we're like, we just need a sign. We just need something to show us. And we're like, we're going to stick this out. Yeah. We made the decision. We're going to, you know, we are going to put our every last penny and, and, you know, and sweat, you know, bit yeah. of sweat in, back into this company. Um, and two weeks after we had said that, uh, we got a call from, and I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but uh, okay. the biggest tech company on the planet. Wow. Um, <laughs> up in Cupertino. Okay. And they chose us as their juice company and basically oh, wow. shut down their juicing operation wow. internal, which we didn't even realize they had a juicing operation. Um, but but um, they started working with us and now we, we, we've been working with them for two, two and a half years. And they're like, they're the biggest customer of ours and they're also the most, they're the, also the easiest customer of ours to oh work with. So That's so cool. Yeah, that just is. to make like this decisions yeah. and stand by by them, and yeah. just, you know, it's so uh, maybe uh, someday Little West will own Little West. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I don't know if we want to be in the juice game for you know, forever. <laughs> but it's you're enjoying it now, clearly. Yeah, you know, have ups and downs for yeah. sure. It's it's all there's always issues. Um. Okay. So to um kind of wrap this up, we're gonna do a little lightning round okay. of questions. All right, all right. So put yourself into teen Andrew. Uh, mindset. Mindset. Yeah. What was the word? I couldn't think of the word. Sorry. Uh, so think like him. So be careful. Woo. <laughs> okay, you go first. Okay. Celebrity crush. <laughs> Great start. Let me guess. Let me guess. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, man. Yeah, I had a big crush on her. Yeah. She, was, she was She was. Shocking. there. Um, but I loved the girl from The Karate Kid. What's oh. her name again? The blonde. I'll look it um, up. She was in so many movies back then too. She was also in uh, Cocktail with Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise again! And We're bringing yeah. it back. Oh my gosh! I just typed in karaoke kid. <laughs> 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 that is that's a great a gr- movie. Yeah, that's actually a yeah. great concept. The karaoke kid. Yeah. Guess what? She's writing it. She's gonna yes. send it to you. I'll yeah. just be on the sidelines. I'm not a writer. Okay. We've there you got go. Elizabeth Shue. Shue, that's Elizabeth There we go. Shoe. There you go. Okay, there we go. Settled. Okay. Favorite, well, you kind of already answered this, but whatever. Favorite musician or band, like go to, obsess, play their album or cassette all the time? Led Zeppelin. Really? Okay. okay. Sure. Great. Good answer. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Um, okay. Favorite movie? Karaoke Kid. <laughs> <laughs> the Karaoke Kid. <laughs> Um, my favorite movie, you know, I actually just said it, Karate Kid. Back okay. then, yeah, Karate yeah. Kid was one of my favorites. Yep, great movie. Goonies. Goonies, yeah. Goonies. Were you into the John Hughes stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> A.K.A. Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I, pre- I appreciate 16 Candles. Fair enough. Yeah, Jake yeah. Ryan, you know. I know you're in a bunch of different categories, but what category of a clique would you have identified the, with the most as a teen? I didn't ha- like that was very strange with me. I didn't really have an identity with cliques. I know that's where my question was like because I hung out with work. the drama cl- drama class, and then I would, but uh, you know, I would 
hang out with my football friends sometimes here and there. Sure. And then music, music, bands. Yeah, I was just I'm gonna all change over the my place. question. I, would say <laughs> I, most, I, I most identified with the with the jocks though. Yeah. Okay, good. I'll take it. Yeah. I did. I'll take it. This is my last request from you, Andrew. It's a yeah. big one. Okay, Carly. You're gonna say into the microphone, "Hi, this is Tom Cruise." <laughs> Please, listen please listen to Teenage Dirtbags every Thursday. Hi, everybody. This is Tom Cruise. Please listen to Teenage Dirtbags every Thursday. Oh, my I gosh. love you. <laughs> I'm in love. I'm in love, everybody. <laughs> That's really good. We're going to be the number one podcast now because of that. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Thank you so much, Tom Cruise, for coming on our podcast Endorsed today. by Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So where can people find you online? Online. Uh, well, I'm active on Instagram. Okay. What's your Instagram account? Awalk35. Okay. And that's with two Ks. Can I say that like, this is how lame I am. Oh, this is so lame. Now I regret even saying it. You have to say it. it. Now, Carly. There's a, there's a part of me because you know, you're, you're a celeb. And there's a part of me that gets excited when you like one of my photos. And you're just like one of my photos. That's <laughs> 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 so lame. No, that's awesome. I regret it immediately. Carly, yeah, no, hey, I, I enjoy watching, you know, Instagram well, stalking the world as oh I my. do. <laughs> Thank and you. I enjoy, enjoy, you know, watching you do your thing. And I enjoy yours as well. I love nice. seeing, you know, what you and your wife and your kid get up to. It's great. Yeah, Instagram is great because there's not a lot of commitment. You know what I mean? You yeah. just kind of like, it's easy. Just, yeah, it's easy. You scroll, you like, and you move on. And yeah. You forget can about it. Yeah, yeah, you forget about it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's fun. great. I agree. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so so much for letting us into your home and letting us spend forty eight minutes with you. That's um, that went forty eight minutes went by like that. It goes fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. I can't wait to see what um, movies you do in the next little while. I and can't wait to see what movies you do. Yeah, I hope we get to work we'll, together we'll again. Talk, the karaoke kid is going to be. Uh, <laughs> I'll just be over here. It's in cool, guys. You guys have one twenty. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Nickelodeon, maybe. Y- y- maybe, or maybe we do a little Kickstarter. Okay, great. And, yeah, guys, everybody, everybody yeah. listening to Teenage Dirtbags, we need to we need to raise some funds for yeah, uh, the karaoke, karaoke kid. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. Do you have anything coming up that you can tell us about or or nothing that uh, I have a Christmas movie for Hallmark coming up called Mary and Bright with Jody Sweeten. Go great. Stop. Awesome. Oh my god, my 90s dream. <laughs> this is best. amazing. Yeah. Radioactive and full house put together. Stephanie Tanner. Yeah. Oh my God. I have all of the seasons. Can you somehow contact her and tell her that I have all the seasons on DVD? Here's the thing. She doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) You're so rude. Just you and everybody else. (laughs) Also have her book. So. Well, that's a little more. Yeah. Yeah. The amount (laughs) of people that asked me to to reach out to Jody or to take pictures of myself and her on set together was amazing. Like I had never... I really? Thought, She's big. You though. felt important on your movie. I, I felt so important to work with Jody Sweet. And I was like, yeah. wow. I'm, yeah, that's cool. Is... So it's called, sorry, it's called Mary and Bright. Mary and Bright. And it's coming out this year? It's coming out this year. Yeah. Awesome. Jody Sweeten plays an owner of a candy and it's cane Hallmark. shop. Yeah. So it's going to be on the Hallmark channel, presumably. Or, or... Hallmark channel. Okay. Um, that's there was something awesome. else I was going to say. Oh, and your juice, Little West. And my juice, yeah. So is it available in Canada at all? It's not. Okay, well. It only it has Canadian. a 90-day shelf life. So I see. perishability is an issue. So we, you know, that okay. means it's good quality. But it's, but it's all over California, and it's starting to go into Arizona. Arizona, great coffee shop called Cartel Coffee. There's eight locations. They're okay. kind of like the intelligentsia of Arizona. And um, yeah, and all the way up and down California coast. Cool. So if you're in California or, or a bit of Arizona, you can come... Get a little west. Come yeah, that's yeah. delicious. Come we've been drinking juice. it. Yeah, yeah, we've been drinking it during this whole podcast. If you can hear me 
drinking in the background. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you so, so, so much. Uh, a walk two K's 35 on Instagram. We are teenage dirtbags podcast on Instagram yeah. and podcast teenage on Twitter and to Eric and Kevin smell for writing our theme song. Cool. Thank you, Thank Andrew. Thank you, guys. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you, Tom Cruise, for coming. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? I also endorse Instagram. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye.